This is the Jabberjaw Podcast Network. Visit JabberjawMedia.com for more shows like this one. Today's show is sponsored by Blue Apron. For less than $10 per meal, Blue Apron delivers the fresh ingredients you need to create home-cooked meals. Check out this week's menu and get your first three meals for free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash badchristian. Today's show is also sponsored by Movement. It's time to step up your watch game with classic designs and quality construction starting at just 95 bucks. Right now, our listeners get 15% off their entire order with free shipping and free returns by going to movementwatches.com. That's mvmtwatches.com slash bcpod. mvmtwatches.com slash bcpod for 15% off your order. Today's show is also sponsored by CISO. This new ad-free streaming service brings users a nearly endless supply of top-shelf comedy. Head over to CISO.com right now to receive your first two months. That's first two whole months for free by entering promo code BADCHRISTIAN at checkout. That's CISO, S-E-E-S-O.com for two months of hilarious comedy for free with promo code BADCHRISTIAN. You are now entering the Bad Christian Podcast. What's up, buttholes? I mean, dorks, whatever you guys are. My name is Matt, and I'm back. I'm doing the intro again. I know you may have missed these since we started doing the live stream. It was just one too many things on my plate that I thought was difficult to do. I'm doing this because when I want to make announcements at the top of the show now, I can't do it because these other guys interrupt me. So this is the only ta- time that I can talk interrupted and t- get some stuff out of the way, like who's going to be on the show, some important promotions, you know, the infomercial type stuff. But, yeah, that's my job. I got to take care of it. The Christmas party in Seattle is almost sold out. And uh, we also are taking our Christmas party on the road. We're doing the podcast live and Christmas music with me and Toby in Portland, Sacramento, We're doing it in Northern California, Bay Area, Orange County, Los Angeles. That's December 13th, 14th, 15th, 16th, 17th. Go to badchristian.com. Buy tickets for that. Devin Shelton coming on the show tonight with a big announcement related to something called BC.Supply. So if you want to go check it out in the meantime, go to BC.Supply right now. And uh, that's what we're going to be talking about here shortly with Devin. All right, Toby, Joe, you guys ready to go do a whole show? I was born ready. I'm ready with Jesus. All right. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. When you drop the knowledge, when you drop the knowledge of Jesus Christ, people get saved up in this mug. My name is Toby Morrell with my friends Matt Carter and Joseph Spencer. This is the Beer Crucial Podcast. Wow. Or burning hell. Except, Except Jesus, Jesus or burning hell, it's a lake, a lake of fire. fire. Sulfur, you're melting skin, you dumbass, you should have repented. Real, real quickly, I, w- I would like to say this. Couldn't, I mean, seriously, if you're the God of all creation, you create a universe that's still expanding, worlds that are just insane, all kinds of stuff. Kind of a boring you name, too. Maybe you know? for punishment, you'd think of something worse than a lake of fire. I mean, that's pretty simple, right? When you... Right. Yeah, I mean, the, uh, the lake of fire. <laughs> I mean, uh, wouldn't he just, I mean, there like are people. A lake of fire. There's uh, 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 wor- <laughs> there's worms. You don't like worms, do you? 
<laughs> right. That's worms. And you know what? Stinks. Yeah, like sulfur. That's like sulfur. That sulfur sounds like a fart. Real bad. Yeah, you better be- you better <laughs> believe in me. You, you better say the prayer. You know what? That's or an interesting else. point. I don't know we got things to talk about, but perhaps you got to take into consideration the fact that he made all the, this whole world, but there's nothing nothing else that we could comprehend to tell us about. So perhaps he has an right even more imaginative, illustrative, you know, torment beyond your imagination, but it's literally beyond your imagination. Yeah. So he's got to go with like a fire. Yeah. So you're saying like right right now, God's watching this podcast, listening to this podcast, and going, "Oh, you, you wait, oh, you wait, oh yeah, that that bald headed annihilation motherfucker, you wait, you wait, you bald headed annihilation motherfucker, you just wait, you little son of a bitch." You hear us? You're gonna have to go on without him, Toby. Would you think back? But yeah, bald bald headed annihilation is off the line. The Lord. Wait a minute. We were talk we were kind of joking around about the Lord himself and then Joseph Joseph Spence and the pastor were struck down yeah. from the recording from the, the from the podcast right yes exactly <laughs> anyway. oh the Baldini the great Baldini okay well I I got pl- I got plenty to talk about here um here's the thing I got really frustrated today okay so Matt you and I have gone over to logic we're trying it out right like we we've, we've been pro tools guys forever for you nerds out there that's our recording software for non nerds out there and so I've been working on my badass, my new badass episode, and I'm so excited about it. It's so funny. Like, it really, really pushes the limits, and I've been laughing out loud so hard. Matt, you yeah. make a guest appearance. Our, my friend Jason Farr makes a guest appearance on this episode. But uh, I've just been laughing out loud, and then all of a sudden, my computer crashed today, and yeah. it's all gone. Just all gone. And I have the most amount of work that I have ever had in my life that I need to get done very soon, especially before Thanksgiving uh-huh. come up. It is insane. I have to. Okay. I'm, I'm working on a song that needs to get recorded and put out very soon. I don't know if you guys, uh, uh, everybody heard it, but I wrote a song called America. You're going to record and, it for uh, real. It's pretty good. That's so we're going to try. Yep. We're going to record it for real and, and, and put that out. Uh, we, we got a couple of t-shirts that we've been making about the election and stuff like that and making, mer- making music great again. And then uh, don't blame me. I voted for Emory t-shirts. They're really cool. So I've been doing that. I'm also... <laughs> I have to, I'm working on my own book. I'm working on my own podcast. I'm working on this podcast. I'm working on a podcast uh-huh. with you tomorrow. Um, and I am reading Joey's the book, audio Fundamentalist, book out loud. I'm doing the audio for it, which is unbelievable. I did not, I mean, here's the thing. I've listened to tons of audio books. I love audio books, especially when I'm driving. And, you know, I like podcasts, same, you know, a lot similar in a lot of ways. It is hard to do that. I have to slow my pace. It's not like when I read, I, yep. I can skip some lines. Joey, Joey, we're talking about your book. When I read stuff, I can skip a line here and there, get context, fine, whatever. I can go, oh, okay, I get this part or whatever. With reading Joey's book, I have to read it as Joey's yep. saying it. And so I, so one, I have to slow down. And then two. Do you, do you hold your nose to do that? Or how do you? Yeah, I. I thought about doing that. Like, what if, if it was I did a the quote whole or something? <laughs> the whole book, the whole book as an impression. But like, yeah, like for example, there's certain times where like Joey references how God would talk or something. So I changed my voice to do that. But there's also times where I have to capture the way Joey talks. Like I had to go, and then the dad gum uh, stop sign caught me again, and I felt guilty and sinful. You know, I, I have to like, you can't just go, and then the dad gum stop sign made me feel guilty and I felt sinful again and went home. You're like, you can't read it like that. So it's been really interesting. Like it's, I've sang forever and I put 
some, I guess, inference and mm-hmm. context clues, I guess, of how I speak into my songs. And now I'm doing it in audio and it's pretty interesting. Like I don't, I actually think I could do this professionally. I would enjoy it as a job, but I think my accent's yeah, that's, too that's rough. Southern. That's, rough, that's the dude. problem, right? Had to work on accent. Yeah, but I think I think just like just like stores are starting to let people with tattoos and piercings <laughs> and stuff work at very reputable places, they're going to start breaking the rules for audiobooks too. Right? Well, I would love it if my, Matthew McConaughey read a book. I would listen <laughs> yeah. to it forever. I really it would be my favorite book in the world. So I don't know for those with tattoos and piercings and beards. You, so Joe Toby is basically <laughs> the audiobook equivalent of somebody working serving Costco at pizza that has to wear one of those masks on their beards. <laughs> <laughs> you can work here. You just have to wear this douchebag mask yeah. on your beard. <laughs> a band-aid over your right, lip ring right. or your nose ring. <laughs> so I, what, what's really crazy, though, is I'm, I'm working probably. What It's wild. I work more now than I ever have. Mm-hmm. I quit my job at a church, and now I have more work. I'm, I'm poor as hell. That's the sucky thing. I, I would love to have this much work and be just completely filthy rich, but I am not by any means, but like I'm doing this, I'm doing the true yep. man experience. I'm doing, I'm actually doing uh, two of those in Seattle on December 3rd and decent and in Portland on December 4th. All you men out there hit me up, uh, Toby bad Christian Gmail for that. It's going to be awesome, but I'm doing that. I'm doing reading joy's book and it is crazy. And then to that's, lose yeah, all my files awful. today, I just, I, I, I don't that. know. Have y'all ever been working and something bad <laughs> happened with your work? Like you got setbacks. And you just stop and sit for yeah, like my, three minutes. Yeah, like I it's just the stopped. worst, man. I just like literally stopped and just went. Yeah. Oh God, oh, I'm actually really impressed in, in the attitude that you have right now. Seriously, like I think I, I that stuff depresses me, man. And I have to, I like typically I'll be like I've got to at least get back to where I was, even if that's an all nighter. Mm-hmm. Like I just can't stand the thought I, uh, of losing my, that shit. The only that's thing exactly what I did. That, I, that's the clearest is uh, I was doing working on the almost record one time sprinkle and i were in nashville almost second record i engineered that that one and we were at dark horse studios and i set up a whole station and brought all my gear to do engineering editing upstairs in that loft up there and so i sat there after we finished tracking the drums the next day and a half i spent uh putting the comping the takes together and editing the takes well i, I think it was one one full day because I back up every single day is what would have been my practice. And uh, our guitar tech, Trevor, called me. And I, ran, I was that, down the stairs. And I heard my phone ringing. So I ran upstairs at the end of that day after I'd finished all the drums, editing, comping, putting them together. Whole full day of engineering work. Ran upstairs to try to get my phone before it stopped ringing because Trevor was getting us tickets to Death Cab that night at the Ryman, which was unbelievable. Probably worth it. But I leapt across the room to get to my phone to answer that call. I don't know why. And kicked the hard drive that I was, uh, that I'd been working on all day. Uh, and just, you know, just the, the hard drives have moving parts in them. And there's an arm that literally physically scans right. the disc there. And that was that. So we didn't lose the performances or whatever, but it was literally another, it was just, Woke up the next day and Groundhog dated it all the way th- through the, that work again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, man. That is well, so frustrating. Toby, if you if you want to come back to work at Seacoast, we can figure something out. I'll tell you what. I need you, and it may not be for <laughs> <Nope>. reasons. <laughs> you don't miss it, Toby. Let Toby comment on that before you go on. How, how does that feel? You make less money and back, work more. Joel. That sounds like a bad deal, though. <laughs> it is. I'm sorry. I like it, but it, but I'm loving every minute of it. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I'm not going to go back to church for a it, while. No, I'm not going to do that. It, it may be for different reasons than what you what you're thinking. So 
Priscilla is taking the place of our admin while she's on maternity. So, you know, basically I went from working with our normal staff and my best dude friend to working with our staff and my wife. Well, I've always, I've always oh, been, God, that sounds horrific. I've always Priscilla's been doing Toby's job. What's she doing? No, Toby has taken the admin's place. I've taken all of, I've taken half of Toby's job. And then our, our guy, Robbie has taken half of Toby's Priscilla's job. Priscilla's done right. admin right now got while, oh, while okay, Sarah had her baby. So, so basically I've always prided myself in having a wife that really thinks dude jokes are funny and laughs at perverted things. But I had a gut check today that me and Toby's perversion is just way too much for Priscilla because at least two times today, she's given me a look of utter shock and dismay <laughs> and said, that's just not funny. You need Toby back here so you can say that stuff too. I like that, that she acknowledges not that you should stop it or you could help it. You just need to direct it to somebody else that would like it. Yeah, you can't <laughs> stop. I mean, I mean, Toby. Listen, listen, here, here are the sorts of things that Toby and I were able to joke around about. It's like we could, we could be finished counseling someone and then they could leave and we would say the most despicable, messed up, abhorrent things about that situation. But him and I know 100% that is just to make each other laugh. It has no validity to what we really think about those people. We actually do care about them. But I, I just I took it way over the line. But what's funny is the same thing that caused Priscilla to give me a, a, a look of disgust would have made Toby go. Ah! <laughs> and then he would have said something even funnier. And we would have gone back and forth for 10 or 15 minutes and said, I get shut down by my damn wife. I don't know if women like joking like that. <laughs> <laughs> like they don't like they don't they don't like one upping on the filthy joke. <laughs> it, it's a rare woman that does that. I mean, it happens occasionally. Some do, yeah, some certainly do. Yep, some certainly do. But I would say most of the time, yeah. What, like when I make a dirty joke, Jess just goes, uh, she's not gonna laugh. Like I, it, it has to really catch her off guard. But if it's a, if it's the right dirty joke, <laughs> can't you get can't you just get a poker knife? <laughs> That's why those things exist. You're right. So you have to have a something. It's a golf hey, well, or may, poker knife. You or know, may, well, we use the podcast. That's my outlet. And going on tour for weeks at a time, you can get a lot out of your system. I can come home and, and keep it clean for a few. Well, that's what I was going to say real quickly uh, for all of you got people out there that haven't joined the BC club where it's growing by leaps and bounds. Pretty amazing. But the BC clubbers, they break off in all these groups and there's like a girls group and there's a guy group called BC uh, locker room, <laughs> right. which is like locker room talk, I guess. <laughs> but they just say, I got invited to it and they just say, um, and it's so funny when guys get together you talk about penises and sex and farting and then weird stuff, no matter what, when you <laughs> yeah, first you get together, to. right? And when you first get together, you have to talk about cops. You just have to. You have to talk about dick and penis. But you just have to talk. You're with another dude. You're like, oh, God, penis. I mean, that, that's, penis, proof. Penis. that's proof. You just said that you have to talk about cock. Dick right. and penis. Those, are, Those are your first three things. Right. <laughs> you have to talk about that. And then, but here's the here's the pretty cool thing. After a little bit, it 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 clears up a little bit. I mean, it's always gonna happen with dudes, but then dudes start saying real shit. And then you're like, oh yeah, we're friends. And then you start true. trusting people. It's like you have <laughs> you can't trust a guy that's not gonna talk about dick. That might be kind of true. It's kind of a sacrificial offering to where you're like, look, I'm being vulnerable. I'm gonna you know, we're gonna talk, we're gonna go a, a, a crazy place here. And then you can trust right. the person more because you both yeah. went there together. If, so maybe that, I, I know, it yeah. really is something. Toby, remember the time that I was uh, basically 
confessing to you, my brother, a bunch of our closest friends here in Charleston. It was like during Christmas break, and I was telling you guys how I really do think that a gastroenterologist here in Charleston, like, molested me. Yeah. And I didn't realize it until after I went home. And that was some of the hardest laughing that we all experienced <laughs> as buddies in the longest time. And I remember after all the laughing stopped, you were like, a bunch of girls would not have laughed at that. No. They would have been like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Like, right. <laughs> you guys are laughing that one of your best friends probably got molested oh, no. by a doctor. <laughs> no, no, the guy who thinks that the doctor went too far was laughing the hardest. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe his finger. <laughs> <laughs> that's just uh, the way guys are guys can handle some shit man and it, here's the thing too in like in that situation i was telling you about like the bc clubbers and stuff guys are able to go wait a minute we're we are being guys here a little bit it's not the most serious thing so you get all that shit out and the goofballness of being a man and then you are able to say some real stuff. I think it's, right. Right. it's a right overflow, of passage. overflow valve. You just spray off all the extra testosterone first, right. get all that out, and then it runs that baseline after that. I, you've been yes. building it up because you've been home with your wife and kids and can't right. make balls <laughs> jokes enough. I know. And then, find, then you get to get them all out, and then you can really get on with some real shit. Okay. I know we got other stuff to talk about. We got to get Devin on here. Devin's got some just amazing stuff to talk about. Hell yeah. And I didn't tell him I'm going to do this, but I'm going to go ahead and play a track from his uh, new album. Oh, yeah. A part of it, at least. Give people a sneak peek on it. Uh, hit that whenever you're ready there. So I'll get this song rolling, and then we'll dial Devin yep. in. And, uh, you know, it's all all this stuff fits together. But we got the song coming right up. Y'all, have y'all heard it? Joe, you got it? Yeah, yeah I love I've it. heard the whole album. It's okay. just amazing. Just feel this I love I'll give it a little song. room here. Might be my favorite song in the album. Put the best one first. Good philosophy. What are you drinking? Coors Light. Tall. You got to drink a light beer when you listen to Devin's music. It's just too good. You can't handle it without a little. No, I think if you listen to Devin's music, you drink Hennessy or something. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Listen to Devin's record by fire. Nice Chardonnay. Naked woman on a bare skin rug. I hope he's finally playing on this track here. He will be. It's dead. Right, add him in here. We'll play it out. Oh, I love this. All right, so there's nothing, and I'm not, this is just a free sneak peek here. You can fade that on out here whenever you want to. Um, but there you go, Devin. Yeah, oh, but, shoot. Oh, my man, Devin. My man, Devin. What's up, Devco? Let me get Devin on the screen Ooh, here. Okay. What's up, so, so we don't even have any, I'm not even asking anybody to go anywhere. There's no pre-order up or anything, but that's Devin's song. Devin, that one sounds good, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I love when Devin gets tickled, man. <laughs> oh boy, that is a smile and a laugh of a man who's got some good. You got news. some good news there. That's I what it looks that. like to me. What, what's the What's the big reveal here? 
Yeah, he's got juice, boy. Yeah, he's got juice. I'm going to be good. Hold on. I've, I've only seen this face once before, and it was me when I when I quit Seacoast. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what could it be? <laughs> My face looked just like that. You must some some really good news must have happened. Go for it, Devin. What's going on? Well, in the wise words of my my dad, Ronnie Shelton. Yeah. I give I give you I'll give you three guesses and the first two don't count. <laughs> <laughs> so so what's the big reveal? What's going on in your life? You've been, you know, doing your own thing here for a while. You got a new album out. What else is going on? So Toby got it. Ding 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 ding. He guessed it. You're gonna you're gonna step away from church? Yeah, man. Starting the uh, beginning of the next year. Transitioning. <laughs> I will no longer I'll be transitioning. I will no longer be working at the church. Wow. Woo! Woo! So, uh, that is this, right. This is freedom. Matt's lifelong goal. Freedom. <laughs> it's my lifelong <laughs> goal. Yeah. yeah. And you know, I've been talking about this. If, if you want, I'm not trying to take a ton of credit here, but I'll take a little bit. I, I was, I joked six to eight months before Toby left his job that we were going to get him there. And it's, it was a joke yeah. at the time, but we got him there. I, it was definitely on my mind, and we definitely pushed forward till we got there. And then I announced at some point, I made a joke after that, that I was going to get you there too because I could see what working yeah. at church was yeah. doing to y'all. Plus, I like working with my best yeah. friends from Blue Ridge. And so right. I'm very excited to announce at this point, we've got Devin there too. So was this going to be a combination? Three people here on this podcast right now are just super happy, and then there's one bald-headed guy with a silent tear Falling yep. down his chair. <laughs> Sorry, Just one bud. silent tear, no words. Yeah, Joey, so happy you for to, y'all. You want me to prophecy over you and figure out a way to get you out? So You're happy for y'all. Over you me? have to want it. That's not well. That's you, not. Hey, you have to believe, or it won't work. <laughs> you have to want it, is what I'm saying. No. If you want it, if I could see it, I'm not convinced that you want hey, it. Hey, Joey, see it Joey is Devin's the eyes, church. They want it out. Hey, I, I'm I'm gonna say this truthfully. Jo- Joey leaves, man. That church falls apart. That's what my da- <laughs> that's what my dad used to say. He said, I, "I wish they would fire me. That place would fall to the ground day after I left." <laughs> but uh, but uh, one okay. one other side note thing here is Matt really our friend? We have a friend that's got both of us not working at churches anymore. That, that is, maybe yeah. that's a bad thing. Like maybe that's a real yeah. bad friend. <laughs> like my friend De- Joey Devin got th- me a job at a church and made helped me to move near him and all this stuff. That's a friend. My friend Matt just <laughs> up in liberal Seattle going, how can I get someone else to leave the church? <laughs> <laughs> no, you, I, I, you go to church. You go on Sunday. You'll get more out of it than you did working there is what my argument you know what, is. You know what's funny is, uh, you know what's funny is, is when I told, I, I, I think I texted you and you and Matt, Toby and Matt. And, uh, you know, I said, but yeah, I still got this weird, like feeling in my, my gut. Just like, is that the right decision? Said the best thing for me and my family. And of course, in typical Matt, <laughs> in the typical Matt way, he goes, What are these feelings you speak of? <laughs> and I'm like, and then obviously Toby kind of jumped in and was like, Yeah, I know what you mean. I'll <laughs> that'll go away eventually. It, it feels <laughs> weird. Like, like friend like, Matt got me. That's the thing that we are making light of this, but the truth is it is hard to quit working at church. The people are nice. You know it's a good cause. They're trying to share the gospel. All these good, there's a million things you could line up. For it being good, and then there's this weird feeling that you have that you're supposed to leave, and it's just it's just so crazy. <laughs> like, it's just the craziest <laughs> thing in the world. Uh, no, it's not that crazy. I get it, but I mean, it really feels like two sides of you are pitted against each other. Because like, wait a minute, a safe job. I like the people. I, I mean, I was working with Joey. I mean, every day we were cutting up. That's what we were talking about earlier. I mean, Joey and I would cut up every day. 
We would help people. We would do good, do good. Our job was to yeah. do good. And I was going, this shit, I got to quit. It's killing me. I was like, what in the world is that about? That's insane. Well, let's get on to to, to uh, what's going on with Devin and what are the great question there is what are you going to do? Yeah. That's, that's what we got to really talk about here. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, you know, this, the plan is still being kind of worked out, but, but ultimately my plan is to do more music. I have the, I have my solo album coming out in pre-order probably in like a week, uh, release in about a month or so. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm definitely going to continue working on that em- new Emory stuff, uh, oh, just yeah. new projects. I want to, I want to write, I want to write music as much as possible. And then also we're starting, uh, this, this, uh, new clothing line, you know, product company mm-hmm. called BC supply, which I'm going to be heavily involved in. I'm super excited about talk that. about that. Let me, let me, uh, pump you up there a little bit, Devin. So right. we, when we started Emory in who knows what year it was, when we first started doing Emory and getting into touring and, and selling t-shirts and stuff like that, Devin was the guy who always in our early years ran our merch and our t-shirts and knew what designs were and stayed organized and was on top of product and ordering and make, just make the quality and everything. Uh, it was always a like a big, big part of his role in the band and and very helpful, and it's very natural to him. And so uh, when you get far enough into it, you realize being in a band, at the first few years, we made 90% of our money selling T-shirts, yeah. which is essentially a clothing line. Right. So it occurred to me at some point that we basically been running a clothing company, but relatively poorly and never really putting that forward or thinking about it or doing it right, and we would just – guys in a band and we'd sell t-shirts you slap logos on them and get somebody to do whatever's the hip design and you try and sell them and that's how we had to make money but in the but if you really zoom out and look at it i understand the clothing and the business and inventory and shipping and websites and marketing those things are completely natural to us and then sometime along the way for bad christian and for bc we didn't you know, same thing. It's like, are we going to do this right or have good shirts and stuff? And we've just been kind of limping through it. Meanwhile, all of us have become, you know, in our thirties and even his forties. Good God. It's a different phase of life. <laughs> and I start to realize what are the clothes that I wear? What are the, what is the stuff that we're into? Like, uh, we have some great sponsors of awesome clothing and I started to open my mind and there's some really great quality like bags out there and leather stuff. And I like Phil. I have like a Filson belt that's really expensive that I love so much that I got for a gift. And I love my heavy boots that I wear and good quality clothing and stuff like that. And just kind of, we put two and two together talking to Devin and Toby on tour and said, maybe we should try to figure out how to discover and make clothes that we actually would wear, not just sell to fans. Yeah. But what will we wear? And the idea is, well, it would be really good shit. And you know what? It'll be expensive because we, if I buy something now and care about it, it's my Yeti tumbler or my expensive right. waterproof boots or a, a, you know uh, yeah. something good. That's that's where I'm at, and it's probably going to be a little bit plainer. It's not going to be as obnoxious. And so I know a lot of music people do clothing line stuff, but what we're doing here is called BC Supply. So this is literally a huge gamble for us, and I'll stop talking in a, in a second. But this is it's a big gamble for us. We've been investing in this and working on the designs and what this should be to feel right and be relatable stuff like we are. Uh, and I'm going to tell you guys a number, and it might freak you out a little bit. I don't know if it's on the low side or the high side of what people think it takes to start a company. But we're going to – we'll be north of $25,000 uh, investment in starting our – in just in starting BC Supply. I hope that doesn't scare you all too much. But this is literally ponied up money that uh, that we're paying out of pocket to 
do all this investment in this because we think it's really going to be something and a way we can monetize what we do, make great stuff, and be diversified uh, and make something we really like. So Devin's literally leaving his church job. He's got his solo album, and he's going to run. And Devin's the best. Devin's been running the development of all these products. I'm trying to help get the business run right. But Devin's literally been every single product, all the development of it, how it's going to work. Devin's been running this thing for a little while already. We believe it's going to be profitable. We spent $25,000 of our, literally of our own money that could be in our pocket. And even Devin wrote a check already. And this is money taken directly out of our, you know, to do it. And I think that's actually cheap for starting a company, by the way, but yeah, starting to sound expensive and scary. And Devin's leaving his job to run this thing full-time. So this is why Devin's leaving. And I think it's going to work. I think it's going to be great. And this is the announcement of, of our new Endeavor company, which will be a sideline thing. It's, it is BC Supply, but it's not bad Christian. It's just we're going to use our initials. We're going to start by marketing it to people that know who the podcast is and listen. And uh, I think everybody's going to really like it. You can check it out right now if you're interested. If you haven't already figured that out, you can go to bc.supply. I think that's a cool URL. And you can, it's not up. Nothing's for sale yet. How long will it be, Dev, until we're ready to go for real? Uh, we're, we're shooting for Cyber Monday. Okay. So just, just about two weeks. That's going to be awesome. That's great. So we got we have leather stuff, bags. Um, there's going to be some yep. really good stuff on there. But go over there. I think there's an email list, whatever. But just pay attention to it. We'll talk about it more. But we're going to have some really great stuff. So, Devin, tell them how you figured what products we were really going to carry here. Like, what stuff were we going to make? How did we get it? Well, I mean, first off, like, uh, you know, it's funny. He's kind of thinking back to the early days of Emory uh, as we, you know, started touring and, and living, living in the van, you know, living out of hotels, living off the bus, all these different things. You know, every single day, you, you basically wear the same type of thing. You, I mean, mm-hmm. when you're on tour, you wear a T-shirt, you wear jeans, a belt, uh, you know, your, your shoes. And then basically you just all these things that you wear have to last you, uh, through sweat, through yeah. hard work, through all this stuff that happens every single day, every single night. And when, you know, when you're, when you're a new band, you don't have any money. And so everything you wear is cheap or free. You know what I mean? Like, and, right. and it's all, it, you know, it's fine stuff. I mean, it, there's nothing wrong with it, but it n- doesn't really last. And, uh, you know, it's kind of a joke, but I remember, somewhere along the way, I, I got the nickname in the band as like Colonel Comfort or whatever, you know, cause I really did always desire to wear comfortable <laughs> shirts, to have comfortable clothes and just to feel <laughs> comfortable. I remember Toby telling me about the, the sorts of, you would almost wear borderline pajama pants. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's just the way I, you know, I just love to be comfortable. But the thing is like when we've started talking about these products, you know, the first thing, I, the first thing we kind of thought was like, just have some really, really comfortable, uh, good fitting t-shirts. Um, and so that's the first thing we did. We came up with some t-shirt designs. We have these really nice, uh, Bella canvas, uh, shirts that so are, nice. they feel, feel super soft and just really good fitting. And, mm-hmm. uh, from that point on, you know, we kind of just said, okay, what else can we have? That's stuff that you have to use every single day that won't wear out in six months to a year that will last right. you a decade, you know, or more in some, in some instances. And so we're, we're going to, like Matt said, we're going to have some wallets. We're going to have uh, high quality belts. We're going to have these really great duffel bags that you can, you can trap. Tell them some about some of the stuff. I got this stuff here. If we want to show it on the video feed, everybody else oh, will yeah. see it soon. You can see it, find it on our Instagram. If you go to bc.supply, yeah. um, can y'all see this on the, can y'all get the camera on? Here's the duffel bag. Who made the duffel There's bags? A duffel- uh, Centennial Trade 
uh, trade company. Uh, it's a uh, j- there used to be a band that was really awesome back in the early two thousands mm-hmm. called Beloved. If any of yeah. the listeners know of Beloved, and they were just a great great band. But Johnny, the 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 lead singer from Beloved, started this company in North Carolina called Centennial Trading Company, and uh, they they make some unbelievable products. And we yep. got the duffel bag and what Matt's wearing uh, right now, uh, the knit it's hat. Hat. Uh, yeah. Centennial also. Hat. Yeah, it's a really warm wool hat that they created for us. So, uh, so that's, this is all that's custom one company. stuff. We got our tags and all that in it. Now, how about this leather stuff, Devin? Tell them about that. So uh, another it, road connection here. Yeah, yeah. So cool. in 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 Salt Lake City, Utah, uh, a guy named Kenny uh, ma- makes handmade leather. Another musician. Another musician. He was with the he was a drummer with the band Almost. Yeah. He makes yep. every Kenny type of Almost. Yeah, makes he makes every stuff. type of leather product that you can think of. And so we have uh, two different types of wallets, two different types of belts, different colors. And we're going to continue working with him to do all these custom uh, products that we want to do. And so, uh, yeah, Winding Wheel Supply Company is their, is their company name. And they're legit for sure. Uh, Matt's holding up a BC Supply shirt. We have several That's designs right. of those. Yep. Uh, Different different types of designs and Matt like Matt it's was good saying, shit. I mean that's what I thought our slogan should yeah. be, but I think our slogan <laughs> should be is good shit. I'm excited about it because I have always been a person that went on the cheap side, and I've been so frustrated in the last few years with just first of all, I hate I really hate the idea of these big warehouse stores now. Like I just hate it. Like just buying just cheap stuff that's not going to last. And this I, I've been slowly convincing myself that like I'm worth it. I'm, I am 40 years old now. What am I waiting for? Like, why wouldn't I buy a great t-shirt? Like, why wouldn't I buy a comfortable t-shirt? What? I mean, seriously, if it's going to last and it's going to be really good quality and it looks good, like our design is good, everything like that's what I want to start doing. I want to wear more clothes because I'm, I'm kind of worth it. I'm a bigger guy. I've always struggled <laughs> with my weight and all that stuff, but I mean, I, I am like, like I keep telling, I you try to con- change so much from the Mars Hill days, man. Oh, I it's know. Just well, but but I've, I've convinced myself so much that like, uh, yeah, just go cheaper. It's not, but then I, then I end up probably paying more because I have to rebuy stuff every sometimes few weeks. It's so crappy. No, it's good. It's really good stuff. Yeah, I totally agree. I like the simplicity, too, just looking at the hat that Matt has. Because, I mean, seriously, from here, you can tell it's super quality. It's super snug, and it's just simple. It's, there's right. no gaudy, big. I mean, the logo yeah. is tiny, Perfect. but it, it, it looks classy. Yeah, we, uh, you know? we're doing a ton of shirts that are just blank, and they have our tag sewn in. And they're really not. They're just nice, comfortable shirts. Right. And they're, they're, they're blank. They just got a tag on it and our, our you know, printed stuff in there and i don't we don't have them yet but we're i'm gonna put together a package of literally just what i wear so it'll be like five black t-shirts with maybe just a tag on the sleeve or something and uh and a belt the same belt that i wear i'm wearing one one of the belts right now it's just stuff that's simple functional that you will like and you'll be happy every single time you put on it and there's so many people in music that just make low quality stuff to sell it and and we've done that honestly we've said oh what's the cheaper t-shirt price okay get that one that's that just doesn't make sense to me now. And right. so we're trying to make it something authentic as we figure out what clothes we wear. I mean, we're not fashion guys or anything, but we're going to figure it out as we go and share it with people. Well, that, but that's what's so cool about Devin being kind of curating this and, and, and helping yeah. to pick out the stuff is he is kind of a fashion guy. He does know, uh, he, he does realize clothing and its use, which is a big part of this too. Our, our, our motto is kind of simple done. Well, these are things that are going to last you, but look good. Like it's not, it's not going to be gaudy. Yeah. Like we, we live through years of crazy neon splatter t-shirts and all this crazy stuff. 
we, we're kind of past that. We want something that looks good, but I'm, it's not just going to try and get garner all this crazy attention or anything. It's just, it just looks good because it does, not because as these crazy neon orange demons that are trying to get you with the name Emery on it or something like that. Like, <laughs> it, it's just good quality stuff that is simple. Yeah, and, and absolutely. Hey, we're growing up, man. We're grown. We're grown ass men. Things are gonna change. We want everybody to grow up too. <laughs> this is grown ass <laughs> clothes, you know. And I'm not even trying to be all promote. You know, I, this is not. This is not. I mean, we'll talk about this stuff later. It'll be yeah. like our main sponsor, the company we own, whatever. I'm not trying to over pump the products or anything, but I am very excited that that Devin, that you believe in this and are working hard enough at it that you would quit your church job. On faith, and we're gonna figure out, Amen. How you how you got to make an income? We're gonna figure it out. Yeah, my wife sure is hoping so. (laughs) Like all you've done so far is spend time, effort, and money, and I promise you, this is gonna pay off. And I, you know, I know I, I tell everybody that and we'll figure it out and you'll see, but you will, it's going to work. I know. I know. It. <laughs> I know. I, hey man, I, I promise you every day I'm, I'm more and more excited about it, even though it's excited nervousness too. Yeah. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just, seriously, I'm just super excited to be a part of it. So I, I appreciate it a lot. And your new record is so good. It's, uh, that's no. a really thanks. cool thing. We'll talk, we'll talk at length about yeah. these things in the future, but thanks for coming on tonight. Devin's new record, uh, Toby worked on it, has a pro- uh, yep. co-producer credit. Chad Gardner has a co-producer credit, and I worked on it some too. So, uh, And then, then the real producer that recorded all the tracks is Chris Keen from the band Surrogate, uh, who we love. It's awesome. And so it's it's like an all-star record. The thing is so good. Really I can't is. wait for everybody to hear it. So. It's a pretty amazing record. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it very much. Awesome. All right, I'm going to drop you off here, Devin. We're gonna, we Thanks, need to Dan. take a break and, and move you, on. But thank you. And everybody out there, go to bc.supply. Find our Instagram and Facebook there and go ahead and like those. We'll get this thing started. Uh, you know, we can do a slow start. It doesn't even matter. But go ahead and, you know, get a, be one of the first 10 people that like our Facebook page. That'd be this tonight. Nothing for sale yet, but start paying attention. We'll have yeah. some good stuff. All right. See you, Devin. All right. Devin's got to go learn a t- Chris Tomlin song for the last time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. We're a little over. We got to get to break here. Yeah, let's take a break. All right. Thanks again, everybody, for supporting our sponsors. They notice, they come back. We've had a bunch of sponsors line up, actually in line for 2017. So it means you must be using our promo codes. Yeah, and it's wonderful. Trust me, we notice. So thank you. So what have we got today? Well, here's the thing is with Blue Apron, I, I think I said this last time, it really is a movement. I know that sounds crazy when it comes to food. But they're not only impacting your time efficiency, the the like cooking being fun, like enjoying it, but it's also kind of revolutionizing the fact that you can eat food that is not full of all the crap that has just permeated our food culture nowadays. You go to the grocery store and you're going to eat a bunch of stuff that's just not good for you. Whereas, right. you know, Blue Apron, it's all natural stuff. It's good for you. And Here's the thing. You go to, I mean, the quality of the food is like going to a super expensive restaurant downtown Charleston. I mean, Charleston is just an unbelievable place to eat at great food. And I'm telling you, I've had Charleston restaurants and I've had Blue Apron. I made the Blue Apron food and the Blue Apron food is better. So here's the thing. There's all sorts of uh, different meals. There's all sorts of different diets that you can choose from if you have certain certain uh, restriction. But here's some some meals that they were sending out in November: pan seared chicken with roasted fall vegetables and butter, so caper sauce, so spicy good. lotus root and purple carrot stir fry with sweet potato noodles, lemongrass roasted pork. Oh my gosh! I mean, it's just unbelievable stuff. So, uh, for less than ten dollars per meal, Blue Apron delivers seasonal recipes along with pre portion ingredients to make delicious home-cooked meals right to your 
door. They've got little easy distri- uh, instructions. I'm a stupid idiot when it comes to following instructions, and this stuff even made it easy for me. So here at Bad Christian, we're partnering up with Blue Apron, and we want to give you three meals for free. So free shipping, three free meals by going to blueapron.com slash Bad Christian, you will love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron. Don't wait. Let me tell you about something else. This amazing quality started by people who wanted to make something good out of their own pocket in a tight spot. So Movement, the watch company, was literally started by two broke college kids who wanted to wear stylish watches, but they couldn't afford them. So, you know. They started their own comp- watch company, basically. That's the, that's the, that was their solution to the problem. Um, you know, and, and it's the same as we started our podcast or we started Emory or we're starting BC Supply. You can envision something and you know that people would like it, but you got a lot of work to do to figure it out. And that's what the, these guys that started Movement were that way. Watches are an amazing thing. They're a fashion accessory that look great they really put they really put a whole outfit together i'm wearing one now um and this one is uh this is the one i really like it really matches what i do this is a black watch with a black face nothing on it not decorative and obviously that suits the the way i wear all black every day because i don't have to think about color matching that's part of the the theory on that but this watch i don't wear it every day but i wear it if i want to if i I'm going to go out or if I'm going to take my wife out for dinner or if I'm going to put on my suit or if I'm going to do anything like that, I'm going to put on this watch and cologne and I'm going to feel good and I'm going to look good. And it's a, it just really is a thing. It's a manly thing to have a nice watch, not something just to tell time, but a piece of something quality that you wear on your wrist. It's a big deal. It makes you feel good. And, uh, it's, I just think it's a great, a great thing for people to do. And I've been very happy with this watch. Um, so these watches started just $95 and, uh, trust me, you wouldn't want something like low quality anyway. This is like a amazing watch and the the kind that you pay 400, $500 for at a department store, but you're going to get it direct. You're going to get it from movement starting at $95. They figured out by selling online, they could cut out the middleman. uh, And that makes a huge difference. So you're getting something amazing. So they've sold over half a million in 160 countries. We had a, a BC club member got them all for his uh, groomsmen at his wedding. That's a great idea. Christmas is coming up. These are great gifts. So get 15% off today with free shipping and free returns if for any reason you didn't like it by going to mvmtwatches.com slash bcpod. This watch has a really clean design and seriously uh, i've been getting compliments on it ever since I put it on so join the movement mvmtwatches.com slash bc pod all right today our sh- uh, episode is also brought to you guys by CISO. what is the best thing that you've bought for 3.99 and i do have an answer for this I, for under 3.99 the other night i did buy a <laughs> a cheeseburger and a uh, chicken sandwich at mcdonald's it was under 3.99 <laughs> but gone in 10 right. minutes but, but it was gone in literally Two and a half minutes, both of them. I wolfed Uh-oh. them down, and I did not feel good after. But for three ninety nine, also for three ninety nine, well, let's say probably maybe a dollar more than I paid for two sandwiches at McDonald's. I got CISO, and I'm going to tell you, this is it's really awesome. CISO has nearly an endless supply of top shelf comedy, literally months worth of worth of exclusive originals, face melting stand up, next day late night, and a great 
catalog of classics. Now, the next day late night is one of my is one of the hugest selling points for me. So such a cheap price. I can watch Saturday Night Live. I can watch, you know, Jimmy Fallon. Uh, but Saturday Night Live, especially because I don't stay up that late. And used to, I couldn't when I was working in a church at all. Never watched Saturday Night Live for the last years because I never had access to it. Now with CISO, I do. Speaking of, I was able to watch uh, the latest version on CISO of the latest SNL with Dave Chappelle. Oh, my God. If you haven't seen it, get CISO just for that. I mean, it's, it, that episode of Saturday Night Live is just totally. amazing. CISO spelled S-E-E-S-O, and it's ad-free. It's an ad-free streaming service, and it just gives you so much comedy. It's just, it's just great. Like there's, there's other shows. There's original programming. So much good stuff on this, on this app, and it's just amazing. And you can, uh, you don't, you have to go to the site. So you, let me tell you how, you how you get it. You go to the site to get it, but you can watch it across a bunch of different platforms. That's what I think is so cool about this. Um, so it. You can watch it on iOS. You can watch it on Android, Amazon Fire. That's what I do. I have an Amazon Fire and watch it. But it's so cool to have on-demand comedy. Like, that is something that really appeals to me, especially, like, with doing Badass and trying to get better at my own comedy stuff. Just getting to see great comedians and great uh, comic content is just truly one of my favorite things in the world. So, right now, our listeners can try CISO for free for two months. Not one month. Not one week. Two Two months. When you use the promo code Bad Christian at your checkout, shows you can't get anywhere else from critically acclaimed original series like Take My Wife and Harmon Quest to all 40 plus years of Saturday Night Live. All 40 of them. Wow. So just go to SEESO.com right now and sign up for your two months free with the promo code Bad Christian at checkout. That's CISO.com. Promo code Bad Christian. So much good TV. So much good stuff. All ad free. All you want to watch. Do it now. CISO.com. Bad Christian promo code. Check out. And we're back with the greatest thing on earth. The greatest show on earth. All right. Absolutely. Thank you, Toby. Okay. In a world where. You know what the truth is. You live the truth. You smell the truth. You taste the truth. And your number one mission, not to share the gospel so people don't go to hell, is to tell the truth, which is probably about the same thing. My name is Toby Morrell. This is The Damn News. So does this truth set you free as well? Like, does this kind of truth set you free? Well, that- I, I've, I've, I've always said if Jesus is true, then he's the, the truth, and he will set you free. Yes, I have said that, Joey. All right, okay. um, I want to get started. This first one might take a little while, so I, I, I'm I'm interested in this is a bigger issue, but I'm going to read this news story, and then uh, I want to talk about it. And honestly, this is about the politically correct culture we live in right now. Wait, and so, uh, so get, let me get this straight. You want to read this news story, and then we're going to talk about right, it. Right, right. I want to do it a little differently. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> I want to shake things up here. <laughs> All right, here we go. I got to turn up my brightness here. My eyes are getting old. All right, so... Um, this comes from CBS.com, but basically, um, there was a, a, a lady named Jackie McMullen that did an interview, a, a really interesting interview, actually, ESPN, uh, with Phil Jackson. Yeah. Y'all know Phil Jackson, mm-hmm. the former, yep. uh, uh, Chicago Bulls, Bulls coach, coach, former Lakers yeah. coach is one. I think he has, Joey, I think it has 10 rings, right? Yeah. Ten, he's, I think gosh. he's one shy of Red Auerbach of the Boston Celtics. That is coach. insane. That is unbelievable. Nobody anyway, thought he would come close. Right. So this guy is legit. He's, you know, I mean, he, it, 
he's a he's a you might not like him or whatever, but I mean he's a he's a real guy, and, and I don't think he was saying anything bad. Uh, okay, I'm, he invented the term three peat, I believe. Did he? And and put a trademark on it too. Is that <laughs> really? True? I think so. Yeah. Anyway, good, keep moving. It's actually wow. pretty awesome. All right, so Jackie McMullen from ESPN is interviewing interviewing him, and the conversation turned to the Miami Heat and how LeBron James um, left the the Miami Heat, and that led to a right. comment from Jackson about how James wants special treatment, which isn't that crazy for a superstar. They sometimes get special treatment, but this is what happened. So Jackie says, it all started when LeBron left, right? Could you have ever imagined Irvin Johnson leaving Pat Riley or Michael, Michael Jordan leaving you? Phil Jackson says, it had to hurt when they lost LeBron. That was definitely a slap in the face. But there were a lot of little things that came out of that. When LeBron was playing with the Heat, they went to Cleveland, and he wanted to spend the night. They don't do overnights. Teams just don't. So now Coach Eric Spalestra has to text Riley and say, what do I do in this situation? And Pat, who has an iron fist rules, uh, answers, you are on the plane. You are with this team. You can't hold up the whole team because you and you, because you and your mom and your posse want to spend an extra night in Cleveland. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. where everybody got into trouble, or that's where the trouble started. I guess I would say James's longtime business partner, LeBron James's longtime business partner and lifelong friend Maverick Carter, objected to the phrasing by Jackson. And this is what Maverick Carter wrote: "All the hard work and effort and achievement, and Phil Jackson still calls us a posse." Every step you take, they remind you, you ghetto. And then Carter, mm. he, he went on to say, I don't think, I, I don't care that he talks about LeBron. Um, he could say he's not that good or the greatest in the world as a basketball player. I wouldn't care. It's the word posse and the characterization I take offense to. If he would have said LeBron and his agent, LeBron and his business partners, or LeBron and his friends, that's one thing. Mm-hmm. Yet because you're young and black, he can use that word. We're grown men. All right, so I'm going to stop right there. It goes on a little <laughs> bit more. But uh, it actually even goes on to say that the, the phrasing is problematic, all right? I'm just going to – I don't care what this makes me sound like. This, I'm calling total bullshit on this. I am getting so exhausted by people claiming racism from, from all kinds of words. Of course there are racist words and there's racist stuff, but you have to be joking with this. Posse refers to just a black group. Has anybody I, ever? I even think heard, of, as, I think of like outlaws and the Western, cowboy hats. Totally, exactly. I think of I think of totally of cowboys. And how about this? How about mm-hmm. the insane clown posse? Is that, are right. they, they're like two of the whitest guys <laughs> in the world, and they're a clown posse that is now, with juggalos. <laughs> I'm just now, I, I'm losing my mind. It's, yeah, it's crazy, I mean, yeah. right? Here, am I am I crazy? A, yeah, here's a word that I hear tossed around a lot in these certain situations, and I do not like, and that's thugs. Like there's people that when anytime a black athlete annoys like a white middle class male, they're right. thugs. And I don't like uh-huh. that because of the connotation that it has. But posse, I mean, that's just that that's kind of like, you know, our pastor at Seacoast, he basically will email the whole church and says, Hey, hey gang, do you think the black people at our church are pissed off the because the Crips exactly. get all mad about that? Right. I mean, I mean gang, I, I, posse. I, I call on. my friends my posse sometimes. Like I, I might be joking around, but I promise you, Phil Jackson did not think at all that was a derogatory term. He actually was talking about. Mm. That's what I didn't like about Maverick Carter. It sounds like to me, Maverick Carter's a little mad that he didn't get mentioned. He said LeBron and his agent, but what I mean, posse are is your friends. That's your crew. You know what I mean? Is that that's what I started thinking about? Are people going to start getting mad 
at, when people use crew, like you're talking about, he could have used the, the word the entourage or something been another like that. Choice, right? Yeah, you could use he could entourage. Have said entourage would that have been? But but would that have been acceptable? It it depends on the connotation and the cultural context. Well, you know what? It might it might hang a little bit more on their actual relationship. Like if he's mad at him, he's probably already mad at him. So this this is what's weird about that is Maverick Carter and, and Phil Jackson might have beef though. And so he's mad at right. him for something. And so Phil Jackson may have meant something. Maybe he didn't. Maybe it's just something that he, you know, like there's, there's more to the story to them, but for them to extrapolate that it's this or that word, therefore this word's not okay. Or now that, that, that kind of mentality is like, I, I'm I'm back in Maverick Carter to feel the way he feels about what he th- a person that he knows said something about him, but to extrapolate that in the media or demonize Phil Jackson or to call uh, PC police out that's a travesty. You know what I'm saying? Like they can have beef and we can just say he's right or he's wrong, or whatever. But yeah. that's between them to to start trotting out the PC police to to police the word posse. Well, let me, let is, me ask y'all this. I mean, we just can't, I just can't go there. Let I me mean. ask y'all this. So we, we've gone full throttle with like social media and everybody with their headphones and doing things by themselves at coffee shops. And now it's like the younger generation. They're like, no community is important. And we need to like have real conversations and F my cell phone. There, there, you know, there's, there's a, a, you know, a significant amount of people that are fighting against that. Do you think that there is a pendulum, that swings with this stuff too. In other words, we are so oh, politically 100%. correct right now. Do you think there's a season right around the corner where anything yes, goes possibly basically yes. like comedians? Like, it's just going to be like, well, well, yeah, I mean the, the obvious thing is the election stuff. I don't even want to talk about that, but yes, I mean the election itself and some of this stuff is rejection of this, like for sure the left being as aggressive as they are with safe spaces and language and what you can use and, I mean, I don't know. I'm not trying. I don't want to really go off on that, but it's kind of dumb. I mean, and and I think it's causing a reaction in other people. Like, for instance, I I I say relatively freely, and sometimes I say on the podcast, I, I say stuff's retarded. I think that's okay. Right. I really do. I don't have a problem with it. I know saying it just now upset somebody. Whatever. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. The way I use it and what I mean to say. I know that it's not okay culturally for me to say that and i struggle with authentically using a phrase that i think i could defend i don't guess i'll take the time to defend it at this moment okay i'll take a second uh <laughs> moron and idiot and and uh mongoloid uh, 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 you know all there's a lot of things that used to be medical terms or terms we use for stuff mongoloid. that are, are not i mean idiot used to used to be referred to actual people yeah and a moron is uh, a step and, ahead right dumb, up above dumb used yeah. to re- refer to actual people and retard and retarded and retardation used to refer to actual people we, it doesn't mean anything anymore of course some people use it to marginalize somebody with down syndrome i get that but I, but to, for me to say something's retarded i I'm going to hang on to that. I think I'm I think I'm okay with that. I understand it'd be easier for my life to not say it publicly or on this podcast, but I would probably say it when we're all fair, so I push myself to say it on air. That's the way I actually feel about it. And that makes no sense to some people, but I feel that you do need to push back on PC because otherwise it's a uh, I'm not pro obnoxiousness, I'm not pro racism or any of that kind of stuff, but it's a little bit important to to clear your space because I mean 
it can go too far to where, you know, and it's not, it's just not healthy to police all these words. It's, it's people and it's their intent and it's what they do. If somebody could get a label of racist for a word they use, it's not a racist person. But which is more important, your actions of the people or the label you get by a, a group? Right. I don't know. Well, well the, I think, I, you know. Well, the thing that to, bothers me is. You have to own your shit. It, I say the words that I say. I have to own it. It only matters when somebody says it does. Like, it. Right. Maverick Carter brought this up. Like, all of a sudden, we have a an issue with morality or racism or something like that. When the, the actual conversation was about star treatment, should LeBron get his, his way to stay longer? And that what he was saying was Pat Riley was ruling too hard with the iron fist and saying, no, we, this yep. is who we are. We're the heat. Now, just check this out. Posse definition, a body of men typically armed, summoned by a sheriff to enforce the law, <laughs> to enforce the law, a, a group of men who the sheriff summons. It's just insane. Like, I just, I hate this. Like, I, I can't. Well, think if you took it farther. Think if you just took it farther, it would be this. It would be. You know what? Let's be even more careful. Let's make the blacklist of words not to use larger. Okay, how large? Right. Obviously, there's a limit. And so some people are going to come down the wrong side for fighting the right. Jews in the wrong battles over something like retard. Yeah, probably. I'm, maybe I'm wrong on that one. We all know we don't use the N-word. It's just not even going to go there. Of course not. Right. Well, how about. But where, but where would well, be the line? Well, you can't. Right. You can't how about, what if Phil Jackson would have said this? LeBron and his group. Like if you said, you know what I mean? Like could people have got what do you mean by group? Or what do you crew? mean by or how how careful do you want everybody to be every minute? That's right. my question. How careful when somebody's speaking, do they need to calculate each word and its possible ramifications? Do you want that to ratchet uh, up to ten? Do you want it to be everybody paralyzed every word they say? I know. Is that what you want out of people? Is that what you want at a press conference? It's Is awful. that what you want in media? Is that what you want on movies? No. It's not what you want. Yes, it is. So insane. it's worth fighting for. It really is. Well, I mean, I, well, people, people are going to have indiscretions. I'm going to say the wrong thing, and so is Phil Jackson. It might have been the wrong thing to say. Right. Okay. It, it, well, it can end there too. It's just somebody that said something. That's the thing that I hate is that words now carry such weight and so much so that they equal a crime. Like just saying the words <laughs> might equal a, a penalty or a law, a law infraction or something, which is really yeah. wild. I mean. That also, how about this? Just because somebody does say something bad, the color, what, no matter what, that doesn't immediately mean that their whole race or that all people are like that. Just because right. a man calls a woman a bitch or a woman calls a man a dickhead doesn't mean that all men or women that are you know sexist or cruel or mean. It just doesn't mean it. It's just somebody said something. That's it. Somebody said something. Move on. But when we stop and give it this weight, and now we're talking about it, it's this big, that we're talking about the word posse. I mean, it's insane. Let me, I mean, seriously, check this out. Sir Mix-a-Lot. My posse's on Broadway. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all remember that song? Well, Sir Mix-a-Lot's yeah. black, so he can say I, it about his own self, I mean, but you can't have the powerful white man, Phil Jackson, use this. I mean, that's it's something in that in that territory. And, and I, again, Phil Jackson might be making a power play or being a dickhead there, but that's him whether he's doing that or not i know yeah. it's just insane man i, I just I, okay some so, stuff hey, what, needs to be regulated guys, but it's just in, it's getting intense it's just driving would me you insane. would you guys feel different if someone asked phil jackson hey what what's the you know what's the deal with your use of the word posse and he's just like well yeah it's just him and his his stupid you know thug black friends oh, yeah, going around course. making trouble 
Sure. Of course. But that's not what it is. That isn't what that is. So, not so what he, you're, I, so I don't the, believe that's what he thinks, and neither do nobody, nobody really thinks that. You could paint that if you wanted to. It'd be a better story. Right. You'd get more clicks. Right. But that's not what he's like. I don't believe. No, he's. I mean, I, 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 I don't think be so. wrong. I'm, but again, you don't know that. So all you can say, all you can do as the mass media and as the 300 million people in America is, do we need to blacklist that word now? How are we going to react when somebody else says it? And that's the nonsense. Right. Yeah. I, the, you know what? It's really funny too. He picked the worst profession ever to be a racist in. Like, like NBA is predominantly uh, young black men. Same as Donald Sterling. I mean, it's just yeah. It, it, I guess you're right. But I'm I'm just saying, <laughs> like, it's just crazy. Like, it, you will be outed if you're a racist in the NBA. I mean, it's just it, you're just going to be. I think, but I just don't think that was his intent at all. No matter what. And so I got a little got a little hot about that. I just didn't like it. But um, okay, check this out. Y'all want to do a little experiment with me? Yeah, sure. Okay, so um, let me look up his name real quick because I want to. I want to get this right. This is. I'm going to go ahead and give him roving reporter status. But in the BC, uh, the the BC clubbers uh, on on the Facebook page, Brent Green posted this as a personality test. And Matt, you knew about this. I guess it's called. Um, I was looking it up, but like Carl Young kind of started this stuff, and then um, was it, is it Briggs? Yes, Carl Young did the. My, well, okay, so if you're talking about Myers Briggs, then that's uh, that's a that's the test that the personality test they use, and it's probably the biggest one. Yeah. There's a lot of different ones, and people are way into them. Um, but this one was started by Carl Jung, the Jung. you know Jung. therapist, not Young uh, Jung. Okay. Um. Anyway, yeah. so he posted this today on um the page, and I thought, could we run through this real quick and see? I think that these things are inclined to tell you what you want to be. Like, if if you go, I'm introverted, this is going to prove that you're introverted. Like, I just don't know if I told you. Now, Joey, you can get that. Joey, you probably think for. maybe, like, there is some to this with, like, uh, like communication or learning about yourself and how you communicate with others, these these tests. Well, here's here's what really changed my mind about this stuff is I, I met a guy. This, this is going to, like, make you guys laugh, but I met a guy, super intelligent guy. Remember 3DM Ministries? Uh, yes. That... So this is one of the guys that heads that up, and he he said that he wanted to study something and be an expert in it. And I forgot what it, what is it like thirty thousand hours or or something yeah. like that to become 10, an expert. Yeah. yeah, ten thousand. And so he studied Myers Briggs, and he is an absolute expert. So he can like take combinations of this stuff and make predictions about people. And I'm telling you, I sat there with him one night, and he was predicting what people were going to do just for fun predicting what they were going to do that night based on their Myers-Briggs, and he was nailing it. He was just like, this person's going to be leaving <laughs> sooner than everybody else, and it's going to be he's, he's going to be super nice about it. He's not going to want to offend people. Boy, did he people. waste his 10,000 hours, know, man. He seriously. should have taken up golf. He should have taken I, I mean, it, it, it's but, pretty but unbelievable. My, my, see, I, I'm a skeptic because but I would cook. Did he tell those people that? Did they hear huh? him say that? Or was he just telling you? I will say this. I asked him. I said, uh, well, I said, here's my results. How do you think I feel right now? And he pretty much nailed it. He said, you want, he said, you're, you're acting like you're enjoying this because you care about what people think of you and you care about what people's feelings are, but you want to go to bed. You want to go to your room right now. So David Blaine, like that's just, he just read your mind. You could do that. (laughs) Trust me. That's about, takes about 10 hours of studying the 16 types and you'd be able to do that with anybody. 
All right. I mean, seriously, if you stayed for 10 hours, you would be able to do that at parties. Sorry, whoever that expert was. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, let's take, I, the, I let's take this personality real quick because a lot of people don't know about this and a lot of people haven't done it before. I have never done it before. Um, so thank you, Brent Green, Roving Reporter. But go to www.16thenumberspersonalities.com slash free-personality-test. And we're going to go through these. So I'll read them and you guys answer. We're going to do it right yeah. now on the spot? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, y'all y'all bring it up. How many? Okay. Y'all bring it you up. Know, we're going to grow through these. This was a quick one. That's great. I, I, but Joey is right. I do know that they there are experts in this and whole fields of it where they do have people that literally are certified. And they spend, they, they say, I'll, I'll give this caveat though, they do say internet tests of stuff don't. It's not even real, but they 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 do separate and say some people are certified and they do this stuff. And yeah. they, they're supposed to spend like all day with you, multiple hours to really analyze, to take the bias out of your self-test. Once again, that's, I would say, of course, of course, that? they would say that they got their degree in it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. follow and that. They, don't they follow come, the internet yeah. one. That's no good. Trust me. I know. Spend thousands know. of dollars not with that me. Simple. <laughs> all right. All right, let, and let, they go to companies and they sell it. Like, like, well, that's why you need the certified people. We come into your company, you pay us forty grand, and we'll analyze your staff or whatever kind of thing. All right, let's roll through this. We're we're gonna get low on time okay. here. All right. So, first question: You find it difficult to introduce yourself to other people? I said uh, disagree. It's either yeah, disagree, agree yeah. or disagree, and there's, like, levels of disagree. Okay. But just, Joey, what about you? Extreme disagree all the way to the right. Okay. You often get so lost in thoughts that you ignore or forget your surroundings. <laughs> totally agree. <laughs> yeah, I've, I'm solid on that one. Uh, I would be closer, like, moderately disagree. You try to respond to your emails as soon as possible and cannot stand a messy inbox. Farthest disagree. Farthest disagree. <laughs> I'm in the middle. Because I don't mind a messy inbox, but I do like to answer them quickly. You find I've put Joey on the left side of that, but okay, yeah. keep going. You find it easy to stay relaxed and focused even when there is some pressure. I have to say I disagree. I mostly almost fully disagree on that one. I get pretty stressed out. I, yeah, I'm, I, I'm, that's my thriving ground when there's pressure. I can focus. Yeah, you're totally agree. You're totally relaxed in yeah. pressure, right? I moderately yeah, yeah. agree. Okay, you do not usually initiate conversations. That one, <laughs> see, that one kind of gets me because I don't, but I don't, I wouldn't mind it. So, what is it? How do you answer that one? Agree or dis? Is that, I mean, I guess you go in the middle. Just go in the middle. It, Just well, it, it actually you says to try, try to not, to, it actually says please yeah, don't answer in the middle, but I'll, I'll do that in the middle, even though I'm, well, I'm a rule breaker. Yeah. Uh, don't yeah, try to I, get I agree the with Toby on that one. Like, if I'm in places where there's a bunch of strangers, I would just rather not, and I'm secure enough in myself, just not give a shit. I mean, because I'm, right. I'm a grown ass man, I don't want to talk to anybody, I don't. Right. But I don't mind doing it. So. All right. You, you rarely do something just out of sheer curiosity. Totally disagree. I do everything out of curiosity. <laughs> yeah, I'm pure curious. <laughs> if I find what about you, Joey? You you do stuff out of curiosity? Uh, yeah. I he would might say, say he does, the... but it'll be a wrong All right. answer. You feel superior to other people. I I had to say agree. <laughs> I have to go agree a little bit on that. If I'm better, yeah, honest, I, yeah. I I need to answer longer. But yeah, I, I feel like I am a little bit like. Might be a quicker, faster, or in a certain few certain ways. Joe, you probably feel you disagree, or do you think you're superior? Uh, I would be somewhere in the middle because I, I, I don't have. Yeah, I'm somewhere in the right. middle on that one. All right, no, Joey's. Yeah, definitely not. High It'll be interesting that. to you listeners at home too to see how much you're like us. Be, being organized is more important to you than being adaptable. Mm-hmm. Disagree. Disagree. Yeah, probably just dis- disagree totally. Wait, Joey, you're you're. Yeah, crazy organized. I, that's what I'm saying. Joey's getting mad, but this is the th- this is a problem. Right, listen, I have with listen, this shit. listen, it, it, listen. I, I don't think people know how to answer their questions. Listen, right. Joey, you're wife. completely organized. She you're not, her you're not reading the question no. right. I'm an organized freak, 
but it's not more important than being adaptable. Adaptable is way more important. No, I don't think so. I think Matt lied too. I think being organized is super important to Matt. Matt won't start a project until he cleans everything and gets it really set up. Like that is true. Most work stuff. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, maybe you're right. That's what, maybe I need an expert to walk me through what that means. You could be right. I mean, I think both of y'all are organized. Me? Just sloppy. I'd, I'm totally adaptable, hmm. no matter what. Let me see if I can get my answer adjusted. Yeah, change your answer on that Organized one. Now, is more what, important. Is adaptable and organized on like a linear deal there? Like, is there correlation between the two? I don't even. I don't know. What do you mean? It's just saying like organized. You would rather like, if you're planning a trip or something, you'd like to go, okay, I have the hotel, I have this, this, and this, as opposed to, hey, we'll just wing it. And this, it's okay. Oh, man, something crazy happened. The hotel's closed. And, you know, you, you'd. Pref- uh, I see what you're saying. You prefer yeah. to have it your ducks in a row as opposed to ah uh, it'll be fine. See like, if, if the it. if the wording here is being organized as preferred, then I would say yes. More okay. important, I, I think, just don't think it is. I think that's probably what it means. Okay, you are okay. usually yeah, yeah you're usually highly motivated and energetic. Uh, I I, agree. I think I'm I'm not motivated, but I'm I'm gonna go agree. I probably am pretty energetic. So winning a debate I don't see this uh, is a good one for Matt. Winning a debate matters less to you than making sure no one gets upset. <laughs> Matt, you don't care at all about b- people getting upset, and you do want to no. win the debate. I would say I do care more that the people get upset. I just do. I, I mean, I, I just I I care more that I have that empathy thing. So that's yeah, me but for sure. but but you have purposely said things to make people feel bad. No, but not in a debate. Like I, I mean, I want to win, but I I it, the only time I, I really I see what you're saying. I see you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I definitely you, disagree. All right, with keep that. it on moving. Well, I mean, we got we got something to get it. through. You often feel as you have if as if you have to justify yourself to other people. I agree. agree. I, I think I do. That way, Matt, you don't. You don't think you have to justify yourself no. to anybody. You don't ever think that way. No, I'll lower. I'll lower my response. I, I, that's what I'm saying. I, I, yeah. I could take the advice. All right. I'll go in the middle. Your home and work environments are quite tidy. See, there, there's a good one for See, you. See, my work, my home is disaster. If I'm doing work, <laughs> it's very important to be right. That's a, that's why that's confusing to me. So I don't know what to answer. And mine was hard because mine is completely uh, home. Yours are both a disaster. No, mine are both. Oh, well, your wife. Right. Your home is. Because of your wife, not because of you. Right. So I have to say, comp- you're not tidy. Right. So I had to say disagree. <laughs> but my wife, yeah. including my wife, uh, you do not mind being at the center of attention. I don't mind that. You consider yourself more practical than creative. No, disagree. Yeah, totally. For sure. Y'all, people, you, yeah, you need to go totally. How about this one? Me and you are opposite on people that. People can rarely upset you. Matt, I would. Absolutely agree. <laughs> I can get frustrated sometimes. I Just, upset well, now, let's listen to Long Fuse. How does long old Long Fuse let's answer that question? <laughs> uh, I'm putting uh, the third agree. Wow. You say... You, so you think people, you rarely get upset. People rarely upset you. See, I kind of disagree, Joey. I think you do get upset, but your travel plans are usually well thought out. Mine are no. Uh, agree. I, I disagree. No. Okay. Yeah, Joey's are. Okay, next one is a really good it is, one. It's, it is often <laughs> difficult for you to relate to other people's feelings. <laughs> <laughs> when you don't have feelings. Totally disagree. That was it. No, 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 I get over caricatured as I don't have them. But, yeah, for sure it's hard for me to relate to other people's. I mean, I don't really know what. Right. For sure, that's an easy one. All right, your mood can change very quickly. Mine can very quickly, so I'm moving on from that one. All right, a few more here. All right, keep moving. In the discussion, uh, truth should be more important than people's sensitivities i wish i could answer that but it's not for me at all i'll definitely lie to make people feel more comfortable you you rarely worry about how your actions affect other people i very rarely i'd say i'd say smallest amount of disagree uh your work style is closer to random energy spikes than to a methodical and organized approach mine's slightly disagree yeah i'm probably the agree right 
I mean, oh, rent, you're spikes. Rent, only, yeah, only only spikes. You're often envious of others. Sometimes I am. I'm going to put a middle middle agree, not strongest, not weakest, but middle agree. Not, I'm not an, I have all the way on the right. Disagree. An interesting book or yeah. video game is often better than a social event. No. Not for me. Agreed. No way. I love social events. Being able to develop a plan and stick to it is the most important part of every project. <laughs> totally disagree <laughs> for me. One hundred. I go slight disagree because I can get frustrated when it doesn't go my way. Right. Yes. I think. No. I think you're totally. Okay. But I'm not strong. Agree. Yeah. There, I, th- right? I think you're strong. Agree for sure. Oh. Yeah, okay. I'll go. I'll go on the on almost all, all right, the way. We're getting okay. behind here. Let me run through these. These are okay. You rarely get. All right. So you rarely get carried away by fantasies and ideas. I always get carried away. Okay. Uh, you often find yourself lost in thought when you're walking in nature. <laughs> Agree, totally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if someone does not respond to your email quickly, you start worrying if you said something wrong. Never. I don't do that. As a parent, you would rather see your child grow up kind than smart. Matt, what do you think about that one? That's a good one. <laughs> Please. <laughs> I, I slightly disagree on that. I, 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 I don't I don't overvalue. I actually have a, a don't val- think that smart is a high value. Right. I don't care if somebody's smart or not, but I really don't care if somebody's I well, I mean I care if somebody's kind genuinely, but like if if I'm interpreting that as social niceness, then no. Yeah. So But you definitely I want your kid to have that. street smarts. Are you talking about academic smarts? I mean you want them I, to I don't that's another thing, but I don't I don't think it matters if somebody's smart or not. All right, keep moving. Not important. You do me. not let other people influence your actions. I do a little bit. You, uh, this one's funny to me. Your dreams tend to focus on the real world and its events. I fully disagree. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it does not take you much time to start getting involved in social activities at your new workplace. I, I think I'm probably agree, middle agree there. I, I kind of hang to the side, but I'm somewhat extroverted, I guess. You are more natural improviser than a careful planner 100% agree y'all are probably both the opposite your emotions control you more than you control them 100% disagree <laughs> you enjoy going to social events events that involve dress up or role play activities that one I think I disagree Not with really. Matt I, I think I shit. think Matt is agree I think you enjoy getting dressed up. I have and slight agree. I think you, I really do. I think it's middle at least I think you like no dress up or role play that means like a Halloween costume party I guess like, I see. Do a okay, costume, I, not just get dressed to go. Okay, out. all right. I see. That makes some sense. Now I was thinking like wear a nice suit and like go to a yeah. fancy, like you know, like an old time. Uh, sure. No, I don't. Th- I think it means like you got to go play at a Shakespeare party. <laughs> but I was thinking you would enjoy going to like a prohibition bar, like where you dress up like you were from the '30s, and not if I have to play a role. All right. You often spend time exploring unrealistic and impractical yet intriguing ideas. One hundred percent agree. <laughs> Do y'all do that? Unrealistic and practical. Yeah. Matt does a little bit. Joey, what do you no, think? I, no, not at all. I get frustrated with Priscilla when she does that. I've had to work on that. That's okay. Funny. All right, keep moving. You were you would rather improvise than spend time coming up with a detailed plan. 100% agree. All right, a few more here. You are a relatively reserved and quiet person. No, disagree. disagree. All of us disagree. If you had a business, you would find it very difficult to fire loyal but underperforming employees. Uh, not. I don't. I think I would fire them. Uh, you often contemplate the reasons for human existence. We all 100%. Matt, I don't know if you do, but I do for sure. Logic is I won't go all is way, usually though. more important than heart when it comes to making important <laughs> decisions. Fully disagree. <laughs> do you, Matt, yeah, oh, Matt do you think, would you answer that? Do you think you answer that question differently 10 years ago than today? Logic is usually more important than heart when it comes to making important decisions. I, I might be a little softer. Yeah, I yeah. might be a little more heart. That, that's now, an interesting yeah. point too. But, Keeping your op- options open is more important than having a to-do list. 
Dis- uh, yes, fully agree. If your friend is sad about something, you are more likely to offer emo- emotional support than suggest ways to deal with the problem. <laughs> Disagree. <laughs> All right, Toby, I, did you tell me that there was going to be 16 don't questions? You, I think there is 16 questions. I think there's 100. We're on number 70 right now. No. Oh, sorry. Well, we got... We got a few more. You rarely feel insecure. <laughs> Disagree. You have no difficulties coming up with a personal timetable and sticking to it. Disagree. <laughs> you have always been interested in unconventional and ambiguous things in books, art, or movies. Yes, I fully agree. And last question, you often take the initiative to in social situations. I guess kind of agree. All right, now let's find out what we are, and maybe y'all can help me figure out what this means. It says I'm an ENFP-T. I have no idea what that means. Um, I'm not much introverted. Uh, it says I'm only 17% introverted in my mind. Something about my mind here. This tr- You're an introvert. It has you as an introvert. No, it says I'm only 17%. I'm extroverted. I'm 83% extroverted. Extro- you said E. Oh, okay. E, not I. I'm okay. 97% intuitive, which is something about the trait shows where we direct our mental energy. I don't really understand what that means. It, and then my nature is feeling way more than thinking. <laughs> and then uh, I, my, whoa, I'm 100% on prospecting. This trait reflects our approach to work, planning, and decision-making. Do you know what prospecting is? Does anybody know what that means? No. Weird. Did, what, did, y'all, did y'all finish y'all's? What is y'all's? Yeah, I'm ENTP, so 92% extrovert. You know, the interesting things here: 92% extroverted and 85% thinking. You know, versus feeling. Wow, of course, you're 85% feeling. I'm 65% feeling. Joey, what was yours? Yeah, and then I'm re- and then I'm 85% assertive. So those are the, my dominant qualities. For yeah, sure. but don't you think? I mean, th- that's what I'm saying. Do you think you uh, kind of pushed it that way? Like you influenced yourself I, to just be that? Yeah, right. I mean, okay, this is the, this is. I'm not that big into these things. So the thing just asked me what I'm like and I told it and then I was telling me what I'm like. Right. That's all that's all really here. Here. It asked me what am I like and then it told me. And I don't I know that's kind of crazy because that's what I say about when I went and got my last physical. They made me fill out three pages of if I was sick or not and what was wrong with me. Right. And then they grabbed my balls and listened to my breathing and told me, <laughs> You're fine. <laughs> <laughs> After I filled out the, all the paperwork that told them I was fine. <laughs> that is, that is stupid. I don't know. Anyway, well, I thought this was somewhat interesting. I'm a campaigner personality, which probably, I mean, mm-hmm. it all seems right, but that's what, of course, I would be. I mean, it's not that, I don't know, that this much time and effort really pays off. It seems like it probably does. So, mine, so. the ones that, so the, if you go down farther, it'll tell you people that n- you're, know your type. My type is called a debater. It says I'm similar to Weird Al, Adam Savage from uh, Mythbusters. Um, Mark Twain, um, and I've I've seen it before. Thomas Edison and Bill Maher is what they say. Yeah, I'm like I can see that. Those those I'm guys, Robert so. Downey Jr., Will Smith, Robin Williams, Drew Barrymore, and Russell Brand. <laughs> I'm 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 uh Bill Clinton, Taylor Swift, Jennifer Garner, and Steve Harvey. Oh, my, mine said also Michael Scott. <laughs> Uh, also, by the way, all the it says Michael Scott. But for the most part, they just tell you stuff that's flattering, like a horoscope right. or something. It's exactly. Like, hey, you're like Bill Maher and Thomas Edison. You know, people. <laughs> right. Yeah, okay, mine mine says thinking and doing stuff, and right. they're way better than me times a million. But I, you, you know, I just that's me. That's my that's my uh, 
Those are my contemporaries. Yeah, I must be great. Mine says, mine says many other types are likely to find my qualities irresistible. And, it, and if they found right. a cause that sparks their imagination, people like me will bring an energy that oftentimes thrusts them into the spotlight. <laughs> and they'll always have a thing in there that goes, but I'm if great. it goes too far, you can, and they'll have a little negative right. thing. But if you'll notice, there's no type here where you fill out the thing and they go, you're a fucking and, dickhead yeah, no. and nobody likes you. That's not a type. <laughs> Everyone is super positive and there's amazing celebrities that are like you, but they'll put a little negative in there but some people are shitty some people's personality type is sucks i'm gonna create that that personality but they type. don't have that because it's not very good for your personality test you're an introvert your personality type sucks you're an your <laughs> your type is idiot you're an introvert and you should be because you are awful <laughs> do not yeah, hang so out please with don't people. talk to anybody else because you are a drag hey what, what i think is interesting is like the first time i took this i was introverted and yeah. then the time I just took it, I'm extroverted. So, nice. well, half the people that take it, like I said, I don't feel like like if I listen to it over Joey's shoulders, I feel like he's getting a lot of his own answers right. I mean, wrong. Yeah. And same thing with my wife; she did, and I'm like, that is not true. Yeah. Let me take you, yours for you, and it'll give you a more accurate result. And when it did, it gave her the right. That's an interesting idea. Let somebody else take your personality test, <laughs> and it'll be more true because well, you're that's a why liar. They would say technically, you're a liar. You, you think things to, like, about yourself with you, but. Anyway, all right. Well, that's the damn news. I know that was a little long, but I wanted to do that. I thought that was so. Let's say our types again. I'm ENTP. What are you, Toby? I'm ENFP, which is like feeling and prospecting. Mm -hmm. And what was yours, Joe? Turbulent. ISFJ (laughs) or ESFJ? Yeah, you're definitely. Did any of y'all have T? Nobody had T at the end. No. T stands for turbulent. (laughs) 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 That is awful. It nailed me. It nailed me. All right. Uh, okay, cool. That was a little too much, man. Too, too much what? Cool. <laughs> Great. Great point. I wish you were introverted again. This is now that you're extroverted, you're just a dick. <laughs> All right. All right. So news brought to you by the BC club. Yes. BC Thank club you, is the best thing going. And I, and I said this somewhere else before, but this is literally true numbers as I have them. We started doing a second episode for the BC Club only. So you have to be in the BC Club to get it. We've done that. It's been about five weeks now. The BC Club has literally grown by 10%, which is huge. I mean, that's massive. Uh, just, just in four or five weeks of doing this. So that makes me feel great to know we're on the right track by giving you what you want is more episodes from us and us talking, which I'm flattered because I feel like sometimes we talk enough. But on the extra episode that you get for club members only, it's uh, it's even less filtered. I mean, we, we're talking just to people who are in our uh, small gang of the BC Club as a family. So we say whatever we feel like there uh, that maybe we hold back here. And maybe more inside jokes and stuff that's fun. Anyway, it's a lot of fun. So go to thebcclub.com and you can join that yourself it's probably worth it it's a way to support the podcast and pay for the programming here it's totally fine if you get this for free but if you've been thinking about it if you're on the fence i think maybe that'd be worth worth your time to go over there there's a bunch of perks a bunch of stuff you can see our whole staff and our team over there that you help support when you join the bc club and choose to pay for this podcast thank you to so many hundreds of people that have chosen to and all the new people we appreciate it very much yeah for sure thank you guys yeah we need a blessing Anchored in Christ and keeping you all in my prayers while I'm leaning on Jesus and the rock of ages. Love and blessings, my friends. Love and blessings. You 
You've been listening to the Jabberjaw Podcast Network, jabberjawmedia.com. Shh.